you're up and going with another y'all show this is the program that's all about the southeast and we're glad that you could join us here john rawl in the host chair today and we've got a busy show coming up we actually have blues on our mind this first hour as we welcome in watermelon slim he is a clarksdale mississippi based blues and roots musician and he's got his 10th album out on his record label it's about to come out here in a couple weeks and he's taken off for europe on wednesday and before he boards a flight we're going to have him right here on the y'all show to talk about his career and a very colorful career that watermelon slib has enjoyed as he's a guy born in boston but grew up in north carolina then went on and served in vietnam in the army then came back and worked as a truck driver for a while. He's got multiple degrees. He lived in Oklahoma for a long time and now has settled in Mississippi, specifically in the Delta of Mississippi. And he's got multiple, multiple blues albums. Watermelon Slim, a very intriguing character, is going to be on with us toward the end of this first hour of this Tuesday Y'all Show. Also coming up here this hour, we've got Southern political news to get to. We've got the latest poll number. Numbers coming from South Carolina for the presidential candidates on the Democratic side. Also, a Republican in Virginia announces she wants to be that state's next governor, as Virginia only has one-term governorships. And who will replace Ralph Northam? Well, one female who was actually born in Sheffield, Alabama, she's announcing that she wants to be the next governor of Virginia. We'll tell you about that. Plus, some news on the primary front in the state of Texas. They're going to have to have a Democrat go up against John Cornyn here in November. News on that. Plus, it's getting really heated in Alabama as Tommy Tuberville and Jeff Sessions and others are all back battling to be the republican nominee going against doug jones here on super tuesday so we'll have information on that here in our southern political report plus some headlines we'll get to in in a handful of seconds coming up in hour two of today's y'all show we'll start it off with sports lanyap the latest from the daytona 500 as they had to postpone it till monday and we know that it was a very very scary scene there in that final lap as denny hamlin had an awful wreck i'm sorry ryan newman had the awful wreck denny hamlin won his third daytona 500 in a photo finish but ryan newman is where everybody's thoughts went to and a statement came out from the hospital and i think his racing team also on monday evening and we'll share that it looks like he's going to be okay but it's going to be a long recovery for this nascar driver all that news coming up plus the latest on lsu basketball and football news to pass along from the bayou all that coming up in hour two plus we also have matt hermans and we're going to have an encore of our conversation from tuesday of last week where he talks about salt and pepper grilling all that right here on today's y'all show 803-816-1170 is the way to get in touch with us here on the program y'all.com is our website and looking at headlines across the southeast let's go ahead and dive right into it and we're going to go ahead and dive into this story yes it's a political story but it's a big news story as lawmakers in the commonwealth of virginia have rejected an assault weapon ban now this happened because a couple of democrats four of them who were mostly moderates joined republicans in a committee vote rejecting legislation that would have prohibited the sale of certain semi-automatic firearms including the popular ar-15 style rifles and also would have banned the possession of magazines that hold more than 12 rounds so this action there as governor ralph northam's push to ban the sale of assault weapons has now failed in the commonwealth of virginia and maybe maybe that state will kind of back off a little bit of this 
heated front that it's been on over the last two months or so after the Democrats took control of Virginia's House and the Senate, whatever they call it there in the Commonwealth. But right now, we can tell you this assault weapon ban is not going to happen going forward for right now in the state of Virginia. And that's great news for gun rights advocates. Not necessarily the best news to Mike Bloomberg, who's, of course, put a lot of money into Virginia to try to kind of end the gun pro-gun mood that's been there and across most of the country thanks to the second amendment tragic story for several people out of kentucky and several people killed from kentucky and a crash in missouri that killed two mothers and their two daughters as they were headed to a volleyball tournament this head-on crash happened on friday of last week near lake st louis in missouri and killed in the crash were carrie mccall age 44 and her 12 year old daughter casey also killed 44 year old leslie prather and her daughter ryan prather the four were on their way to this weekend club volleyball tournament in kansas city when their minivan was hit head-on by a pickup truck on interstate 64 all four of these women from louisville kentucky a mother and her daughter and another mother and her daughter by the way the moms had both played collegiate volleyball in their own time period lake st louis is in st charles county missouri about 40 miles west of the city of st louis but a tragic situation there heading into the weekend last weekend with this fatal crash with four kentuckians two moms and their two daughters killed over this past weekend a passage in the literary field as arkansas native charles portis who wrote such books as norwood gringos and also wrote the western true grit a bestseller twice adapted into oscar nominated films charles portis died monday at the age of 86 he was a former newspaper reporter who learned enough to swear off talking to the media had been suffering from alzheimer's in recent years and he died in hospice in little rock according to his brother jonathan portis Charles Portis was among the most admired authors to nearly vanish from public consciousness in his own lifetime. His fans included Tom Wolfe, Roy Blunt Jr., and others. And again, this True Grit, which, as we said, a bestseller twice. It was a bestseller when it first came out and had the movie with John Wayne in it. And then we saw the remake several years ago. And I'm trying to think who was in that. Oh, gosh, uh, that was Bridges. Jeff Was it Jeff Bridges that played the role? A great film there. The original, of course, had Glenn Campbell in it, and the remake was darn good as well. I saw that in the theater oh, about 10 years ago. Sadly, it's been that long. But True Grit, the novelist there, Charles Portis, passing away Monday at the age of 86 in his native natural state. And finally, in the headlines across the South and an abbreviated scanning of the Southland, Taylor Swift's dad's in the news as he fought a burglar who broke into his $4 million Florida penthouse, as this happened in the Tampa Bay area in St. Petersburg. And it happened actually a couple weeks back, just moments after 30-year-old Terrence Hoover used an emergency escape stairwell to climb 13 floors to enter this area where taylor swift's father was the men fought before the man ran away and according to police reports hoover has a lengthy arrest record that includes domestic violence by strangulation burglary and more mr swift picked hoover out of a photo lineup here in the last few days and police say hoover called them to report the altercation hoover could not be found however until last week when he was arrested on burglary charges now being held on a fifty thousand dollar bond taylor swift the daughter was not with her dad and it is unclear whether the intruder targeted the home the singer has a place in nashville and i think out in los angeles 
as well now this penthouse where her dad lives encompasses the entire top floor of a tower there in st petersburg the vinoid tower and it includes 5,359 square feet, three bedrooms, and three full baths. Not a not a bad situation there in the Sunshine State in the city of St. Petersburg for the Swift family. I don't know if Taylor Swift's parents are divorced or not. Why the dad would have this place. And, and I guess her mom's who's battling what she's battling, breast cancer right now. She may be out in California with Taylor. I, I'm not really up on my Taylor Swift trivia. If you know what's going on with the family, hey, hit us up. Let us know. 803-816-1170. We've got political headlines across the South. We'll let you know the latest on the Senate race going on in the heart of Dixie. Coach Tommy Tuberville, Jeff Sessions is in this race. Roy Moore's in there. Of course, Doug Jones trying to be reelected as the Alabama U.S. Senator. A race that's going to be happening in two weeks from today super tuesday in the heart of dixie we'll let you know what's going on there plus we'll look at the latest real clear politics poll average for the state of south carolina as that state goes to the poll on february 29th to choose the democratic primary winner all that in our southern political report and all that is coming up after this timeout If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. back on the y'all show and it's time for us to take a little attention away from other things like sports and news to focus on what we call the southern political report 
and we've got a south carolina primary for the democrats to go to the poll and pick a nominee for that state on february 29th that's leap day saturday a week from now and in two weeks from this very day you got super tuesday in a whole bunch of southern states and one eye to keep on i know everybody's kind of focused on the shiny object and that would be the democrats vying for the presidential bid to go against donald trump but in the state of alabama the stakes are pretty high for the senate primary race specifically on the republican side doug jones is trying to be reelected as a democrat in the state of alabama but on the republican side you got a whole bunch of people who are in contention from current congressman bradley byrne i think it's from the mobile area you got former auburn coach tommy tuberville he's in the race jeff sessions who had this seat he's trying to get it back and then you have roy moore the former judge who really kind of had a torpedoed effort toward his bid to be elected in this position a couple of years ago when sessions took a job as attorney general in the trump administration and it's getting a little nasty now there's been some ads where the people go against each other and people like tuberville and Byrne going negative one ad includes a recording of tommy tuberville speaking at a campaign stop in the summer of 2019 and it appears to give support to a citizenship pathway for undocumented immigrants the ad includes it concludes with a voiceover that said hey tommy that's amnesty now tommy tuberville the former football coach fired back at burn over the weekend dismissing suggestions that he supports amnesty as fake news and he added quote ears ears it pisses me off that from tommy tuberville (laughs) so it's getting it's getting really fun on the alabama republican side for the u.s senate here as they get ready to go to the polls in that state again in two weeks now the latest polling a club for growth poll that was released just the other day the current poll of that shows that jeff sessions has a 30 percent polling tommy tuberville 29 and burn at 17 i thought more should be showing up in here is he is he not running here in this race i I thought he was okay we'll find out more to come on that but still it's it's getting it's getting hot in here in the state of alabama now speaking of the state of alabama and a senator but this one is not one from the state of alabama ted cruz is responding to a story we told you about the other day where a local person in the alabama state government is putting forward a bill that will force men to get vasectomies at age 50 this was put forward by representative rolanda hollis in the alabama state legislature and now u.s senator ted cruz responding to this lawmaker's bill that would go forward to to make the vasectomies a requirement according to her bill as Cruz tweeted, yikes, a government big enough to give you everything is big enough to take everything. Literally, Alabama Democrat proposes bill mandating all men have vasectomy at age 50 or after third child. And Cruz, you're right on the money there. Yikes, that would be uh, pretty, pretty painful there if that were somehow or another uh, able to become law. I don't think that will. That was a response, by the way, to the whole abortion issues going on in the alabama legislature that were signed into law by k ivy now speaking of ted cruz he doesn't have to worry about this name but his fellow republican in the senate from the state of texas might need to know this name because she's right now favored to be the democratic nod for the u.s senate when she goes up against john Cornyn, assuming she gets the democratic bid here in the texas primary we're talking about mj hager now she ran for congress and was 
had, had a really close race here a few years back but lost to the republican there she's an air force veteran veteran and she's expanded her lead among 12 candidates in the race to go against john cornyan and the latest polling out of the texas texas tribune poll the university of texas and texas tribune poll shows that hager is polling at 22 percent of self-identified democratic voters compared with 12 percent in the group's last poll so she's actively going up another person in the democratic side runner for senate in the state of texas is organizer christina trentston ramirez and she's got about a nine percent polling on her side again the democratic candidate will emerge i think they also go to the polls on super tuesday in the state of texas and they'll go against john cornyan in november if they are able to be successful here in the day that texans go to the polls and vote now to virginia and a republican in the state legislature of the commonwealth of virginia a person born in the shoals area of north alabama senator amanda chase a state senator in 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 virginia the commonwealth of virginia she announced her candidacy to be the next governor of virginia she announced this at the capitol in richmond on monday she said voters were unhappy with the state's new liberal direction under a democratic majority now in virginia governors only serve one term so it'll be 2021 when there'll be a chance for her to be elected as the next governor of the state of virginia now she was again born in sheffield alabama she's 50 years old she's got four children she currently lives in midlothian virginia and went to school at virginia tech and keep this name in mind amanda freeman chase who is making a bid to be the next governor of the commonwealth of virginia as they go to the polls in 2021 and a person who tried to become the governor of georgia back in the news stacy abrams she narrowly lost out to brian kemp and now she appeared on the view this week and she says that she wants to be president but would be quote honored to run for vice president first hint hint it sounds like stacy abrams is trying to signal all the contenders in the democratic side that she'll be happy to be their vp choice if they go on to become the nominee of the democratic party co-host whoopi goldberg told abrams that a lot of people want to see you on that ticket first as vice president and asked why she has stated that any democratic hopeful for 2020 is free to discuss teaming up with her stacy abrams who's already said she plans to be the u.s president by 2040 is now i guess happy to be vice president and this is a person who, again, who was not even elected governor of Georgia and I think was a minority leader in the Georgia state legislature at one point. And she's bold. She's out here claiming her stake, saying that she's going to be president. So Stacey Abrams, keep an eye on that name going forward. Now, the Democrats are going to be working their way to South Carolina primarily. Right now, they're kind of splitting time between the Palmetto State and Nevada. As Nevada goes to the polls on Saturday, they have their caucus there this weekend. And then on the Saturday following, February 29th, the Palmetto State has its primary on the Democratic side. The latest polling out of South Carolina, Joe Biden still has a pretty good lead in the real clear politics average as he's got 26.5 percent of the respondents that were polled and bernie sanders is at 20 percent steyer believe it or not the guy who has not really factored at all in iowa and new hampshire he's at 16 percent in the state of south carolina now bernie does have a pretty good lead in nevada look for bernie to win that one here this weekend the question is can he win in the first three but somehow get trounced in south carolina and will joe biden find his 
sea legs in the South Carolina primary. All this to be determined. But it looks like Biden's numbers are going down, but still at this point, good enough to be out in front in the South Carolina race for the Democratic nod for president, which will be on February 29th. And then Super Tuesday follows just a handful of days after that on that first Tuesday in the month of March. And that's a quick look at what's going on in the world of politics in Dixie. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to switch over to talk about blues. We've got bluesman and root singer Watermelon Slim. He is a a hoot, to be honest with you, and a guy who has connections to North Carolina, to Oklahoma, and now calls Clarksdale, Mississippi home. No better place to be a bluesman than Clarksdale, Mississippi, right there on Highway 51 and 61. And we'll be talking with Watermelon Slim, and you'll get to learn a whole lot more about this guy who's had quite a life and his great sound. You'll get to hear some of his music when we come back with this bluesman on the Y'all Show. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Welcome into the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm John Rawl, and I am holding right here in my hand something that everybody needs to pick up. It's called Traveling Man, and it is Watermelon Slim's latest effort. It's not quite out yet, 
but it's coming soon and this is a great blues roots music cd it's a double cd it's a live cd it's going to be awesome we encourage you to get it but maybe if you're on the fence and you need to know a little bit more about it and more about watermelon slam well we're going to go right to the source joining right now on the y'all show is watermelon slim hello welcome into the y'all show sir uh john raw with the southern raw on the <laughs> y'all show i love it that's what we uh, do here good morning good, good hello sir good hello and welcome into the show you're getting ready i think to leave our beloved southland and head to another part of the world uh that's true i was just talking with the uh, people in paris uh i am doing a uh, benefit for an organization called Eight Hours for the Victims of Agent Orange. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll start by saying I'm a Vietnam vet. I was oversprayed by uh, American chemicals, and I am lucky enough not to have suffered from that. But I am in, I'm going to be in Paris doing a show, as I say, called We Terpoli Bikine de la Jontalange. Uh, eight hours for the um, victims of Agent Orange, uh, specifically for a woman who is being sued against Dow Chemical Corporation, the uh, maker, uh, manufacturer of the uh, 245 trichloropenoxyacetic acid that contained the dioxin that has caused so many deaths and births. Um, uh, birth effects and everything else since we faced it in Vietnam. Mm. Watermelon Slim, let me tell you and let all of us thank you for your service and so many of the great Americans that served in Vietnam in the 1960s and 1970s, many thousands of which did not make it home. What years were you there in Southeast Asia? Uh, I, I went over on... Uh, August the 30th, 1969, I came back May, the, I was discharged May the 22nd, and and of course I left Vietnam that same day uh, due to the dateline change, May 22nd, 1970. Okay. I, uh, I, I did almost nothing in Vietnam. My part was pitiful and, and small. I was a man who put equipment mostly signal equipment. I was in first signal brigade um, on trucks going to places where more was happening. But I did, on in one of my handful of patrols, uh, watch the plane come over. I've never seen a jet plane fly so slow and so low. And the plume of chemicals come out of the back of the plane. <clears throat> Here, I'm, I'm, I'm 20 years old. And I, I, I see this plane doing this stuff, and within seconds, I felt the mist on my body, on on my face, on my shoulders. I was only wearing a flat jacket, and when we were out on this perimeter sweep, and um, thinking back on it, of course, I know I was breathing it, hmm. so I I know I was just lucky. Yeah, to have survived that with no physical effect to myself. My daughter, who lives in Atlanta, has 
decided with her husband she probably won't make a child because hmm. it's risk. Man. What branch of service were you in, Watermelon Slim? I was in the United States Army. I volunteered for it. Uh, all our family has always volunteered for it. Um, my father volunteered for it twice. He was first before the United States would enter the World War II. He was uh, a member of the uh, an officer in the British Navy. He went risking a five-year in prison sentence and $25,000 fine. In 1941, he went and joined the Royal Navy. Now, why did he do that? Because he'd already been in Nazi Germany in 1938 as the guest of Hitler's personal secretary, Christian Stengler, a Harvard man in the beginning of the 20th century. Hmm. Uh, he, uh, uh, we, we've, we've always fought the fascists. It's generational for me. I'll fight him today. And that's another story. Well, you went, of course, to Vietnam, but prior to serving in the Army and heading overseas, you grew up part of your life. You were born. We won't hold this against you, Watermelon Slim. You were born in Boston, but you got as south as fast as you could. And you claim North Carolina, sir, the state that you grew up in. I do indeed. Yes, sir. Asheville, North Carolina, which was... Basically, at that point, when I when I came there at the age of three, when my parents divorced, um, it was a big hit town in the western end of the state. Uh, the most there was culture there, but the most uh, exciting things that uh, my my mother and her second husband never took me to were uh, back auctions. To hear the real classic thing, you've heard how uh, you you've only, you you may have only heard it in a recording how tobacco tobacco auctioneers uh, did their thing, and it was to actually have known that to actually have heard uh, Platt Scruggs in their prime live, hmm. actually have sung Big John with Jimmy Dean. You know, I was a Southern man, and I'm the only one in my in my family, hmm. and. Going back to the early days, since we're about at the hundred year mark of this happening, it was Asheville, I, North Carolina. I, that, I will tell you this. Let me tell you this. I I went to Daytona. I just had the Daytona race. I went to Daytona and drove there. Um, I was at least ten years before the fellow who was conducting us on our tour. Uh, at Daytona International Speedway. Uh, I, I, I watched my first stock car race in 1957 before there was even a Daytona track. So that's how, you know, that's how deeply involved I, I first heard the blues in 1954 in North Carolina. That's how southern I am. Man. Well, I was going to say Asheville, North Carolina. <laughs> It's also the spot where Jimmy Rogers was living around 1920 or so when he got the, I guess, notice that they were going to be doing those recording sessions in Bristol, Tennessee. And he went up to Bristol That's and right. changed music forever with his sort of roots That's music. Right. You from around Bristol? No, I just know a little bit about Bristol and Western North Carolina, too. I try to be kind of all up on the South, and I'm 
not doing right. a very good job well, at there it. There you go. I I go I go through Bristol uh, whenever I'm headed uh, north or, or south, you know, whichever way I'm going. Uh, that's that's where you get on, uh, basically close to where you get on 81 going north. Right. I I'm a truck driver. I, I I've driven all I have driven all 48 continental states and every every uh, uh, province that abuts the United States. I'm, I've never driven in Alaska or Hawaii. I, I I I stopped in Hawaii on the way to Nam and on the uh, and in Alaska on the way back. But I've been in fifty states technically anyway. Okay. Well, we're glad that you are very well traveled because you're using that experience with your music. This latest effort is Traveling Man. It's from Watermelon yeah. Slim, and he is our special guest right now here on the Y'all Show. This is coming out here in a couple of weeks. Want to make sure you do it. This is now your, I think, 10th record on your current record label, and you've been, what? what when did you actually start making music professionally, Watermelon Slim? Well, I, I, the very first record I ever made, hoping to be professional, um, Produced in that way was 1973. I uh, I made a record called Mary Airbrakes. Uh, I, I actually had bought a bus, a school bus, a hippie bus that belonged to a friend of Ken Casey's, who I met 30 some years later and partied with him too. Uh, but this uh, the the first record was made. With this name, I was negotiating in the summer of 1973 with Atlantic Records, with Adrian Barber, the producer of Eda Peach and uh, uh, the uh, uh, Wheels of Fire, the, 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 the iconic Cream record, just gigantic producer that used to work for Robin Artigan. And... Uh, it, that fall happened to be the year of the OPEC oil embargo. Mm. So suddenly the price of, of oil was 400% what it was three months ago. And suddenly Atlantic Records was not interested in producing this record by a, uh, by a young Vietnam vet with, without a proper commercially successful pedigree. Uh, I never, I never made another record for another twenty-seven years. And that's when you started driving trucks. Uh, I, uh, I was not even, not even driving truck at that point. I was still a forklift operator and uh, and, and a, a grunt laborer. Okay. I spent a lot of my life as, as a grunt laborer. Well, nothing wrong with that profession, right there. And no, there isn't. And, and and it's and it's what I sing about. I say, I'll tell you, y'all, for whoever's listening out there, I sing basically about three things: about work, about relationships, and about death. And that's what the blues is really all about. At the bottom of it, I do sing about some other stuff now because, unfortunately, I've done got educated. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry I have about to that. Sing about politics too. Yeah, uh, and. And, and I know you're going to come back to one song that's on this new record that uh, that I that I'm now nominated for Blues Music 
award uh, best blues or best blues record of the year 2019. I wrote something called Charlottesville, and Charlottesville uh, is the place where people that look like they were young Americans, but I can't believe they were, were were doing a neo-Nazi demonstration back in 2017. And I, I just wish I'd been there because I was there in 1972 at the Republican National Convention in Miami. Well, we had to bounce the Nazis, the National Socialist White People's Party. And my dad fought them in the North Atlantic at an NGO. I'll fight them here. I knew I'd get back to that sometime. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here looking. I've been looking at your CD that's coming out, and I don't see that track listed. No, that's not the one that's coming out. Oh, okay. That's the one that that's that, that's my latest record that is currently uh, released okay. called Church of the Blues. Oh, okay. And Church of the Blues is nominated for best blues best blues album of 2019. For the Blues Music Awards. Okay, because what I'm holding here, and I'm showing folks, I is didn't travel. Yeah, man. are you holding something? Yeah, I'm holding Traveling Man, holding and it. it's I a, it's the a damn thing. <laughs> and and Traveling Man is a two disc, eighteen song disc that people can get, and it's not You're often right. you can get two disc sets anymore. And so, thank you for that. Well, you know, nobody does that much, but but I haven't actually possessed a copy of that yet so you're a lucky man i'm very lucky and I'm, I'm i'm i mean it's a beautiful looking work here i like your style i don't know where you get your hats but whoever gets you set up on that they're doing a good job uh in fact i am the hat consultant in clarksdale mississippi to floyd sankerman of sankerman's menswear the oldest continuously operating retail business in clarksdale ah uh, I don't. I'm proud to give him a plug. His his grandfather started the business in 1925, and he's still running it today. And is it right there in downtown Clarksdale? It's across the street from the Bluesberry Cafe, the okay. uh, restaurant and cafe that I'm a minor partner in since I've been here in Clarksdale. I've been here 11 years. Oh, well, you, not quite okay. 11 years. I'm in my 11th year living in Mississippi. Okay. I've always lived somewhere in the South, you know, except for a time I did spend in, in Yankee land. Uh-huh. I, I went from North Carolina to Oklahoma to back in 2009 after the real estate bubble busted, you know, uh, I uh, I said, well, where am I going to actually own the first house of my life? I guess I'm going back to Mississippi. And uh, and and the whole story of, of me being in Mississippi is, is, is another whole story I can't go into because we haven't got time. I was mugged and robbed and left for dead in Mississippi in 1999. I came back in 2005, played there, Knew I always would come back, and four years later, bought myself a house there for a price I couldn't have afforded a bathroom up north. Hmm. Well, Mississippi. I live in Mississippi partly because I can afford it. Yeah, I understand. And the Delta where you are, Cahoma County, is a place that, let's be honest, it's had its better days. It's a place where a lot of people have left. It's only about 50 miles from there to Memphis, so a lot of people have moved closer to the Memphis suburbs, but 
it's it's been a rough part of Mississippi because a lot of industry has left Clarksdale and Cahoma County, but a lot of people go there for people like Watermelon Slim, who we're talking to here on the Y'all Show, because they love the music. They've got the Juke Joint Festival there each year. I assume you are a big part of that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, we have in Clarksdale, which is the county seat of Cahoma County, we have actually uh, lost probably, well, something around 20% of our population uh, between the 1980 census and today. Hmm. So it is, there is a steady drain of population. There's not a lot of money here. We have two things that keep the home county around, and that's uh, farming, and it's uh, and that's pretty static. The people, there's no great attrition in the people that are uh, doing ag- agricultural business around here, and tourism, and that's the part that, uh, as the minor partner in a restaurant here, that has the blues as part of our. Um, program as the main part of our program uh, I uh, I know what it is uh, down here that the the place never got up so high so it's never going down so low but we depend upon tourism upon international blues tourism here in Clarksdale uh, for the, the bulk of people's money who aren't actually making it do to uh, do directly or indirectly to farming. Mm. Well, I know as a guy who spent many, many years about two counties away from Clarksdale, Mississippi, how many tourists, especially from across the pond, come to places like Clarksdale, Mississippi, and spend a lot of money and a lot of time going to these juke joints, going to see places like Morgan Freeman's place there in Clarksdale, and I I guess your place too now. Well, our our place, uh, the the Bluesberry Cafe has been open. Uh, Arturo and uh, Carol Cravaro came from Miami and opened the Bluesberry in 2004. No, five. Uh, I, I met them as, as, almost as soon as I came back to Clarksdale after having left in 1999, been thrown out of a town with uh, multiple compound jaw fractures and a concussion and forced to drive to Oklahoma. Where, where did That's that happen to you? Where were you mugged? What, what town was but that? I know what it is. I know what it is to be told, don't be seen here after sundown. What, what town was that in? Clarksdale. Oh, it happened in Clarksdale. Okay. Oh yeah, it happened 200 yards from my restaurant. <laughs> and you came back. Oh yes, uh, I, I I knew that I would. I had come to Clarksdale to apply for a job. Uh, this is all in two different songs on two different records I've made. Okay. Uh, Big Two Spill and Okie City Blues. Uh, uh, the the first song was called. Um, shed my blood in Mississippi, and I was I was mugged and robbed and left for dead in the parking lot. Uh, and then the police threw me out of town after the hospital had not treated me for what turned out to be multiple 
compound jaw fractures and a concussion. Good lord! Oh, I was I was I was beaten beaten almost to death with a blunt object hmm. and robbed. Well, but I came back. I, I I knew that I wanted to have ought to do with the place. You know, after a while, uh, I got my I got my master's degree. But I was back in the truck immediately because people didn't want me with, with uh, you know, as a as a school teacher with no teeth. Well, you're back at it's it. Very, not only it's living very important. In- I'll say this: uh, it's very important if you're going to do a middle class job, a, a job of brain work. You have to look like you've been in the middle class. And after I after I've lived my life, I don't look like that at all. I, I look like a, uh, I'm, I'm I've got more scars than face. It's all right. I don't mind now. You know, I'm not going to go back. Right, but you I got taught, you got a pretty you know face, though, right? Big what? Big this? I, I taught three days ago to a class of uh, high school seniors. From Champaign, Urbana, Illinois, people being brought down here under the offices of the University of Illinois. I had a ball doing it. Hmm. I actually wrote about a, an entire college essay to provide the notes for my uh, presentation. But I know that there's no way in the world Watermelon Slim is ever going to be asked to 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 put on a suit and tie and teach kids anything. you got to be able to smile to affirm the students that they're doing the right thing and I can never smile anymore. Well, we hope you're a oh, smile. It looks like a smile, you know. Yeah. I, I turn the ends of my uh, mouth up, but it's not a smile. you got to have teeth that I can't ever have any teeth again. Well, hopefully you're smiling a lot, a lot about the new Northern Blues CD that's out, Traveling Man, and it's awesome. It's a great story. Uh, I, I come down, it's made in two different places in in, uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, the, the, the Blue Door, where it will be uh, released on the 27th of March. That's in Oklahoma City. That's on McKinley Street. Uh, and, uh, and and I want you all to come down there. I urge you to buy your tickets early because it will be full. Okay. And uh, then the other place was down in Norman, uh, under the uh, Norman, Oklahoma, it's south of uh, Okie City, and it was part of the Winter Wind series, which I hope to also uh, play for uh, play for people again live. I, I look forward to all this stuff. Uh, I. I actually, well, I hurt. I'm not going to tell you I don't hurt, but I, but I, I'm, I can still jump off the stage. I can't jump back on it this quick. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and 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 I promise everybody when I uh, when I can't do it a hundred percent, and I still can. When I can't do it, I will not make the mistake BB King made of going on and on till he had these sitting in his chair and couldn't do the whole thing. God bless B.B. King. I love that man. But it was sad that he felt it necessary to not take time off for himself at the end of his life. Well, Watermelon Slim, we can't thank you enough for coming on the Y'all Show and telling us about Traveling Man. Again, this is coming out March 27th, so a few weeks to go ahead and get your pre-orders in. 
and check him out when you're presenting this in Oklahoma in a couple of weeks. Watermelon Slim, hey. thank thank you very much for your time today, and best of luck with traveling, man. Thank you very much. All right, more of the Y'all Show will continue yeah, after this break. Bears boys, mean old dot. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. This is the Y'all Show, and we're back here for another hour of Southern Greatness. And right now, we start this hour with a quick look at Sports Lanyap, a mixture of all kinds of sports headlines and more. And we've got to go to Daytona, where Monday they had the real beginning of the Daytona 500 after a rain delayed the Sunday start. And Denny Hamlin won his third Daytona 500 in a photo finish on Monday evening there at Daytona International Speedway and he had a close close win over Ryan Blaney and again this photo finish now as great as his win was all eyes were really on what was going on with Ryan Newman and in that final lap he had a horrible horrible crash there got hit on the side by another car and had to go to the hospital and a statement ultimately came out that said Ryan Newman is in very bad condition but is in stable condition and is exposed to not have life-threatening injuries but you could expect ryan newman's going to have a long road of recovery here as it was just a horrible scene and brought back memories of some 19 years ago when dale earnhardt was killed there at the daytona 500 but ryan newman all our thoughts go to him and his recovery and just another another example of how scary nascar can truly be it's a that's why these guys 
and sometimes gals get paid lots of money to go out there because they're brave enough to do it for a lot of people's entertainment and ryan newman we wish you the best and hopefully you're back on the track soon if not you can have a nice life away from the track now with your earnings that you've earned and and nobody can fault you after seeing that crash monday there at daytona just a scary scene to the top 25 of men's college basketball the latest poll out and it's really unchanged for the top four baylor is at number one with a 23 and one ranking uh, 23 and one mark gonzaga is at two kansas is at three and the san diego state aztecs have still not lost a game the aztecs are 26 and 0 in rank number four dayton has moved up into the top five for the first time since the 1950s way to go flyers duke out of the acc's at six they move up one spot here this week maryland is at number seven florida state unchanged the Knowles at number eight kentucky moves up a couple spots this week after a big home win over mississippi on saturday the cats at number 10 and they're in the top 10 for the first time in a while louisville drops a couple of spots the cards with a couple losses and they're at 11 in the latest ap poll the auburn tigers have dropped a couple games and they've gone down to number 13 with a 22 and 3 mark on the season also west virginia is going down in the wrong direction the nears at number 17 in the latest poll also in the south the houston cougars are ranked number 22 falling out of the poll the texas tech red raiders and lsu also are out of the poll here this week as far as the ap top 25 but lsu fans need not worry you'll be it looks like in the postseason if things don't go totally out of control and even better news for the bayou Bengal basketball fans as shaquille's little boy sharif o'neill is going to follow his dad's path to baton rouge as he's announced he's going to be transferring from ucla to lsu and he was the number two, 32 recruit in the ESPN 100 for the 2018 class. He's six foot nine and is having to sit out the rest of this season. And I assume most, if not some of next year, but look for another O'Neill to be in purple and gold. Sharif O'Neill, little shack, I guess is what we can call him. More LSU, LSU slash Baton Rouge news. And this is big news as if you, if you go to the Baton Rouge zoo, They've got an announcement. A new male giraffe there is named Burrow in honor of former LSU quarterback and Heisman Trophy winner and likely number one NFL draft pick, Joe Burrow. Now, this giraffe, is, its name is spelled Burrow, the Cajun version of Burrow, B-U-R-R-E-A-U-X. Congratulations, Baton Rouge Zoo there with the birth of this beautiful animal, Burrow. And uh, we'll see what happens there as... He lives, we hope, a very long and and happy life at the Baton Rouge Zoo. Now, LSU is also in the news. They've scheduled a future home-and-home football series for the years 2031 and 2032 with the Utah Utes. That's right. you got to wait about 12 years, but the Utes will host the Tigers 2031 at Rice-Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City, and then the teams will team up the very next year, September 11th, 2032, at Tiger Stadium, Baton Rouge, Saturday night in Death Valley. The Utes come to town, but you got to wait 12 years. That's a long way away. And finally, sad news out of the LPGA world. Mickey Wright passed away on Monday. She died at the age of 85. Mickey Wright, a 13-time women's major champion and one of the greatest women's golfers ever in the Hall of Fame and a, a Florida resident. She lived in South Florida, a native of San Diego, but she died again at this age of 
seven or rather 85 in the florida area a true golfing great mickey wright when we come back on the y'all show we're going to actually have to rewind to last week matt hermans did such a darn good job talking about salt and pepper and getting it on the grill we'll just have a little rewind back to last week and an encore of our conversation with the barrister of bodacious barbecue we'll see y'all back here wednesday after matt hermans will be done for the day and we'll see you back here wednesday for an all-new y'all talk with a southern accent thanks for listening If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom, but a little over a year ago, we realized she couldn't take care of herself without our help. And well, how could I not be there for her? I had no idea how hard it would be and just what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and even for me, ways to stay positive. 
Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics that got me started, but also information about the hurdles I was facing in this new role. I could even connect with experts and hear from others who had been in my place. I know this road we're on isn't an easy one, but I'm really happy to have the extra help for her and for me. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. This message is brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. show talk with a southern accent i'm john raw great to have you aboard here on the all southern program where each week at this juncture we're fortunate to be joined by our barbecue barrister matt hirbins and he's joining us now for a discussion on all things q and a little bit of life advice as well welcome into the show barbecue barrister Happy to be here, John. As usual, I heard something about life advice, though. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure I'm qualified. For oh that. Let's yes, give it a shot. you're certainly qualified. You're our guy because <laughs> barbecue is life. We've got a couple of things we sure. want to bring up with you here on the program, oh barbecue barrister. But one thing that I wanted to first talk about, I was scanning the headlines of the Southeast here, leading up to our conversation with you, and when I saw this headline, I said. I got to get the barbecue barrister's take on this because it's something we've not talked about. Coming up in Nashville at the end of this month, they have the 2020 National Meat Cutter Challenge as professional meat cutters come to the Music City for a big thing out at the Gaylord Opryland Resort and Convention Center. And they'll be slicing up more than 4,000 pounds of meat in hopes of being crowned Texas Roadhouse Meat Cutter of the Year. So, Barbecue Barrister, I've got to ask, how important is it to have sliced meat, and are you part of this competition this year? Wow. (laughs) So, very important short answer. Um, Meat cutting is just the art of butchering, right? So, that's all that is. What you got is a bunch of... uh, a bunch of butchers, a bunch of uh, folks who are very skilled at breaking down an animal is what they call it. So, um, and I'm sure it'll be timed. I'm sure it will be uh, judged on accuracy of the cuts and what type of meat. There's a show. This is interesting. You brought this up. There's a show called, uh, I think it's called the butcher. I can't think of what channel it's on, but it's essentially this. It is a competition for meat cutters. And I found I've watched the first season of it. And I found it to be totally fascinating. You know, I got a little thing for meat now. That's you know, let's be honest there. But 
it does require some skill um, and some knowledge of how these animals are put together. It's almost like deconstructing an engine or something like that. So, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's very important to have somebody who knows what they're doing. We've always, or I have always been an, an advocate of uh, buying from your local meat market as opposed to, you know, a large national corporate chain just because I support small businesses and I like local communities to have their own um, their own uh, places like that. But it is important because if you don't, if it's not, if meat is not cut right, there's all kinds of different things. You can have uneven cooks, right? You can have part of the uh, part of the meat that's fatter on one side than the other, particularly on a steak or something like a chop or a rack of ribs, for instance. Um, you can have parts that you do not want into that piece of meat. You can have connective tissue and sinew, um, tendons and things like that that are attached to a piece of meat. Uh, help me out here. What did you just say? Sinew? Sinew. <laughs> sinew. Uh, I'm going to send you a Valentine's card. But... Yeah, we'll send you right back to the butcher shop if you give me that. So, um, yeah, so there's, it's, it's well, what is that it's, sinew? It's like a, it's like a connective tissue. It's oh, just okay. another kind of word for like tendons and, ah. and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, um, very important. Uh, and good butcher shops, good meat markets uh, have good meat cutters, and they know exactly what is going to sell. They know exactly what the most expensive parts of the the animal is, and they know how to present it well, and they know how you want to cook it. So um, I would say. A long-winded way of saying uh, really important and a really cool thing, for sure. So I ask you, Barbecue Barrister, if you don't have your meat properly cut, and oftentimes uh, most people, I guess, use a local butcher for that challenge, do you need to know how to properly get that meat cut up before you even think about putting it on the grill? Well, you know, it depends. Typically, if you... If you buy something from a meat market or even a grocery store or a butcher mm-hmm. shop, it's going to be prepped the way you, you like it. Now, um, there are a couple different things that are, would be helpful to know. You know, it would be helpful to, if you're going to do ribs, for instance, it would be helpful to know how to remove the membrane from the back of your ribs. That's that's probably something your butcher's not going to do because some people like it on, some people like it off. Um, if you buy, so for instance, a bone-in pork chop, some people like to remove the bone uh, and just cook the chop without the bone. I prefer the bone on myself, but it's helpful to kind of be able to do some little small, maybe trim-ups like that. Um, it's also nice, particularly if you're buying meat from a grocery store uh, and not a meat market that's going to basically cut it right there for you to your specs. It's good to know how to kind of trim up uh, some fat on a brisket or maybe trim up some fat on a pork butt or trim up your ribs and make them look pretty if you're going to buy spare ribs for instance so um yeah you know a good a good meat market a good butcher shop good meat cutter is going to give you you know dinner ready meat it's exactly what the point of it is but it's not uh, not necessarily a bad thing to kind of know some little tips on how to trim it up uh from time to time depending on what kind of meat you're cooking we're talking to our barbecue barrister here on today's y'all show, Matt Hermans. And before we go diving into the grill, when it gets a little bit warmer weather out here, we need to know how to properly get that meat cut up. And again, coming up at the end of the month in Nashville, it's the 2020 National Meat Cutter Challenge. Is that something you've ever participated in, something like this? No, no. That is that is a skill that is um, outside of my realm. I, I like I'm fascinated by it, and I have a lot of 
uh, respect for butchers and people who can break down an animal like that. But no, that is nothing. I want to go look at look at a guy with a bloody apron and say, "Here's what I need," and then get it from him, and then take it and make delicious barbecue. That's my that's my part of it. So no, I've never I've never uh, never gotten into the the meat cutting, although it is it truly is fascinating. Yeah, some of the competition. This is a competition taking place. And it'll be toward the end of the month, February 25th. I know it was one of the days of this competition. Each participant receives 30 to 40 pounds of beef consisting of one sirloin, one filet, and one ribeye to cut up. The meat cutters are then judged on quality, and the winner is the cutter who yields the most steaks with the highest quality cut. How do you stack up there in that department? There you go. Um, yeah, so it would depend on uh, depend on the meat. Um if you're doing ribeye, for instance, uh, every different cut uh, of meat, and of course, there's you know there's pork chops and ribs and like like they said sirloin, different types of meat. But for instance, if you were going to do ribeye steaks, you would probably be judged on uh, the thickness, uh, the evenness of the slice. If you're going to cut a ribeye steak, you might cut it with the bone attached. And we call that a bone-in ribeye. Um, it's got to be even from side to side. You want to have a good fat distribution, um, and you you want uh, you want the bone to be sawed through nice and cleanly. Um, so you want the steak to look good. You know, for instance, if you yeah on a fillet, for instance, that's a beef tenderloin. All a fillet is a beef tenderloin that is cut into uh, fillet mignons, which are little uh, rectangular steaks, which is what everybody knows of a fillet. But for instance, that would be, that is such a lean piece of meat that is probably, they're going to judge you on the trimming. You don't want any fat around the filet. You want it to be essentially pure dark red meat and you want it to be shaped perfectly because on a filet, for instance, you want that thing to cook evenly. You don't want a, um, you don't want a filet mignon to come out to a table and it be lopsided or it looks like it was hacked up. It would be fat on one side and thin on the other, right? It's got to be perfectly shaped. It's got to be the right thickness and it's got to look right. So. There's all kinds of things that go into it, and I'm not an expert or a judge. I'm just a, a big <laughs> fan of meat, you know. So, yeah, there's going to be um, that's going to be really, really cool. I'd like to, I'd like to do that one year. I'd like to be there to watch it happen one year. Well, maybe dreams can come true for you sometime. We're talking about this <laughs> event. It's taking place February 25th at the Gaylord Opryland Convention Center in Nashville. Now, one reason you might want to partake of this, Matt Hermans, and all of you who are listening and watching us here on today's Y'all Show, do you know what the grand prize for this said cutting challenge is going to be? $20,000. That's a lot of money for cutting up meat. Man, that's a lot of, you know, I don't know what, that's a lot of meat. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking of. That's a lot of meats. Do you think most of the participants in this contest are butchers? I would imagine either whether or, you know, what I have seen is um, people who break down animals, hunters who Ah. most hunters, most hunters will take a deer or uh, even a hog or whatever they they manage to kill to a processing shop, which will have a meat cutter there. Um, But some will do it themselves. So um, there's some of these folks that are really dedicated to going from, let's say, uh, cleaning the gun to uh, meat on the table, and they like to do all the steps. So, you know, farm to table, let's say, hunter stand to table. And so some of these people will be very, very good at breaking down animals as well. So I would imagine, yeah, most of them are butchers that work at meat markets. 
but I, I imagine there are some hunters out there who like the whole process who are involved in that as well. Well, this particular event in Nashville is sponsored by Texas Roadhouse, and you're a guy who knows a little bit about Texas. Have you been into a Texas Roadhouse? And if you have been, what do you think of their meats, their steaks, and other grilling options there at this national chain? Uh, I have not. I've never eaten at one. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that to to uh, try to be Mr. Cool. (laughs) They they may not exist in Texas. People in Texas may not (laughs) even go to them. It's like a Chili's, isn't it? Um, I'm I'm only, I I really don't know. I think it used to be called Logan's Roadhouse, but no, that's a different, that's a totally different place. Logan's is based out of Nashville. In fact, Texas Roadhouse could be connected to Logan's. I don't know for sure. It is a little odd that they're having a Texas Roadhouse competition in Nashville. You know, I think, Oof, I don't want to do fake news. I'll leave that alone. But yeah. I, for some reason, I think they're related, but okay. that could be something else. You might be absolutely right on that. Regardless, here on the Y'all Show, we just want to let everybody know about this event taking place again February 25th. It's the 2020 National Meat Cutter Challenge presented by Texas Roadhouse. And by the way, to Texas Roadhouse's credit, if you are a Texan and you just love your Lone Star flag, but you just happen to be outside of Texas and you're just dying to see that Lone Star flag flying proudly, go find you a Texas roadhouse, and I guarantee you'll see the Lone Star flag flying high atop that. And oftentimes you'll see that Lone Star flag flying at a Texas roadhouse, and you won't see the state that you're you're in, its flag flying anywhere near you. Just saying. They've got Texas pride on display there at Texas Roadhouse. (laughs) Hey, we've got something we're going to bring up after this timeout with our barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans, And it's something I know that's very near and dear to him, at least one of the two, but I think both of them are. So a little tease here. I haven't told him what we're going to be talking about. And to bring us in from break will be a song that is perfect for this conversation. So you don't want to miss it. It's coming up next as we wrap up this Tuesday Y'all Show with our barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) 
Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Hey, y'all. Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter, and one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means... Always B-Y-O-B. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's the Y'all Show, taking you back to the 1980s. 1987 was the year for that one right there that helped get uh, act. And we don't often play hip-hop music here on the Y'all Show. And so we've got our hip-hop expert joining us right now, Matt Hermans. <laughs> and as we wrap up our Y'all Show here today and this act, you probably recognize that song if you were around in the 1980s. Salt and Peppa is the act. And Matt Hermans, I know you love Salt and Pepper, the hip hop group, maybe, but certainly the other Salt and Pepper. Yeah, you're you're right. We call uh, as far as uh, Central Texas style barbecue goes, that's called Dalmatian rub. Ah, okay. Um, which, yeah, with this black, you know, black pepper and white salt. So, yeah, I can say I, my wife is a she likes Salt and Pepper. In fact, she knows a little bit more. Uh, the lyrics and the songs there that she probably admit, she likes probably, salt and pepper uh, the musical act or the the 
I guess, well, uh, both. table, both. things you find on your table. <laughs> both. <laughs> both. So, yeah, I can't say I do like the condiment, but put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's break it down. Which one you want to go with for salt or pepper? Man, let's do salt. You got, I mean, that's, that's salt is, is, is the, is the salt is the salt of the earth. That's a good way to put it. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll do what you just asked. We'll bring up salt in honor of salt and pepper as we (laughs) talk barbecue with Matt Hermans. So the question is, I guess, when we talk about meat, let's break it down with beef versus pork. How much salt are we talking about for both products here? Okay. So let's i want to i want to say this because i know we have we talk a lot about uh, barbecue on the show obviously mm-hmm. and we say we say things like uh savory rub or sweet rub or sugar-based rub things like that where if so, if someone's not baptized into the barbecue obsession like we are yeah. then this may be confusing a sweet rub it sounds like sugar you know savory sounds like salt any any rub that you're going to use, uh, this is just a good start, is going to have salt. Is going to have quite a bit of salt, actually. So is that the main process, ingredient? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's got to have salt. You've got to salt your meat, whether it's a sweet rub or a savory rub or a Memphis-style rub. or a, doesn't matter. And one of the main ingredients is going to be salt. So there, when, I, when you describe it other ways, like sweet, or Memphis style. What you're doing is you're talking about the other ingredients aside from salt. Uh, you, you cannot, you will not have tasty barbecue without salt. Period. End of story. It doesn't work. Um, if anybody's ever, for instance, tasted a piece of meat, a steak, or a hamburger, or a pork chop, or a piece of chicken, anything, and you bite into it and you say, "Man, this thing needs salt." I don't doesn't have any flavor to it. Now you want to avoid that. You always got to have salt. It is the world's number one flavor enhancer, and it's got to be in every rub. So that's a good place to start. So when I say something like, "Well, I'm gonna," eat, you know, it's a sweet rub. It's got a lot of sugar. Got a lot of sugar on top of a lot of salt. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. And the more savory rub, if I say something that's not, we're talking about a rub that's not as sweet. What I'm saying is it has less sugar and it's still got salt. So that's kind of a good baseline to start with. But you have a good question about pork versus beef and the common uh, refrain or the common kind of uh, rules that everybody goes by is that pork loves sweet pork <laughs> pig loves pig loves sugar and i think that's probably true i think pigs will destroy an entire uh, sugar cane patch in a matter of hours but the, the meat itself pork loves sugar um pork is a is a is a blank canvas for just about any flavor profile you want to use and it does like sweet it likes brown sugar it likes all kinds of different spices it likes cinnamon it likes allspice it likes chili powder it likes pepper i mean it it, it likes everything but it really really goes well with sweet so mm-hmm. you think of a pork sandwich you think of a sweet barbecue sauce a lot of times you think of ribs you think of a sweet rub with a sweet glaze on it you think of ham with a honey baked out exterior that's crunchy and sweet pork loves sweet on you're other- killing me on all those comparisons you're you're a hundred percent right or you're a thousand percent right <laughs> so on the other side the cow tends to like salt uh and not not as much sweet so now that's not to say that there aren't places that do 
uh, beef barbecue with a sweet barbecue sauce, for instance, or maybe a chopped beef that has a, a sugary barbecue sauce. But as a general rule, uh, the, the, the cow works a lot better with savory ingredients. When I say savory, I mean not sweet. I mean salt. I mean spices. I mean herbs, things like that. So, for instance, the brisket that, that you would eat in Texas, or at least in central Texas and most of the state, is not going to have any sugar in the rub. It's going to have kind of Dalmatian, like we talked about earlier, salt, pepper, maybe a little bit of garlic, uh, something else. It's not going to have any sugar. And people, a lot of people are just going to eat that, that beef plain without, um, without any type of uh, sauce or anything. But if you have sauce, that's addition to kind of the savory meat. So general rule is pork loves sweet, beef-like savory. Um, there are outliers to that. Uh, for sure, you know, uh, pork chops, you can do it salt and pepper. It's good. Kansas City does burn ins and usually those have a sweet element to them. And that's beef. So there are outliers. But as a general rule, the more sugar, um, the better with pork and stay away from it with beef. That's kind of the general rule. All right. Well, chicken that's, too. I'll throw the I'll throw the bird in there too. Chicken doesn't. We, we're all about diversity rubs. here on the Y'all Show with our barbecue <laughs> barrister Matt Hillman. So right. what what is it? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Chicken. Yeah. No. Equal chicken. Yeah. You generally want a savory rub and an herbal rub with chicken. You don't want a lot of sugar on chicken. So there you go. All right. What about let's let's not leave out the pork chop. Yeah, pork chops are interesting. So just like I said before, pork chops really really good with things that are sweet like apple you know you think of like a 1950s recipe pork chops and applesauce right mm. but there's all kinds of different ways to do it i wasn't around in the 1950s so no i guess i, I wasn't left, either got but, left out of that one yeah i've heard of it though so but but so so pork chops are wonderful with things like brown sugar i like to i like to rub mine with a uh with a sweet rub and then put a little smoke to it charcoal and then i like to finish it with some brown sugar on top creates kind of a crunchy crust on the pork chop and it goes really really well with sweet uh, but you can also do a pork chop savory you can do it salt and pepper you can do it uh with a less sweet type of rub and it's good pork chop it's gonna be hard to go wrong but i can tell you right now most of the pork chops you're going to go and have at a restaurant are going to have some type of sweet glaze whether it's a, a brown sugar type glaze or a molasses glaze or an apple glaze it's going to have something sweet because it just naturally kind of wants the sweetness Ah, okay. Well, we like our sweet and we love our opportunity here on the Y'all Show to visit with the barbecue barrister, Matt Hermans, when he's our very special guest each week. I'm John Rawl, wrapping up our conversation with the barbecue barrister. And now that we've kind of got the salt out of the way with a little sugar mixed in, what about this pepper thing, barbecue barrister? What is the <laughs> formula for it for both pork and beef? Yeah. Uh, so pepper comes in a few different varieties. Um, I think when most people think of pepper, generally we think of the black pepper. Well, it's, it's going to be black pepper for sure, but we think of the pepper that's in the little shaker mm -hmm. on a table. And that is what we call coarse ground black pepper. That means it is uh, pepper. Of course, is peppercorns. They're little, little dark colored berries. They get dried out into small round hard black balls that's what pepper starts off as when you grind them up it becomes the seasoning and the spice that we that we use most people probably already know that but you go coarse ground pepper which is kind of like the salt shaker pepper it's, it's kind of it has a grain to it you can see it when it comes out and you've got fine ground black pepper which is a little smoother uh, more like powder 
And then you have white pepper, which is a different type of pepper, and that is usually also powdery. So those are those are the three kinds of peppers usually used in barbecue. And I would say 90% of the time, a black pepper is the spice of choice. Now, just as you mentioned before, pig and beef kind of have different relationships with pepper. Um, a lot of times uh, across the South, if you're talking about pork, it's going to be light on the pepper. Uh, if you have a sweet rub, it's going to have other seasonings. They're going to kind of take center stage. You may have uh, some brown sugar, some white sugar, salt, uh, maybe some paprika, uh, things like uh, some people use tomato powder, for instance. There's all kinds of different spices using your rub. Uh, but a lot of times black pepper is going to be in it, but not featured, right? It's on the other end of the spec, because it's a very powerful flavor, and it goes really, really well with, with savory ingredients. It's just kind of a... Um, it's just a little bit of a hint in a sweet rub. You don't want a large black pepper flavor profile generally on pork. However, on the beef side, just like we said, beef loves salt, beef loves savory, uh, beef loves black pepper, period. Um, you think about a hamburger with salt and black pepper. You think about a steak. A lot of times you go to a restaurant, the steak is just going to have salt and black pepper, and that's it. Same thing with brisket, for instance. Lots of black pepper, lots of salt. That's that Dalmatian rub that uh, the Central Texas-style brisket makers will use. And people, not only just in Central Texas, people who do brisket that style across the South will use that Dalmatian rub as well. Because beef, particularly beef fat, when you smoke it and it gets creamy and rendered, it loves that black pepper flavor. It just goes really well with beef. Pork, it's nice to have in the rub. Most of your rubs are going to have a little bit. But it's not going to be 50% pepper, kind of like you would with beef. So uh, beef and black pepper are BFF, man. They're like <laughs> Snapchatting each other, right? And pork and black pepper are just kind of like mingling at a party on the other side of the room, kind of like winking at one another, put it that way. <laughs> and again, with pepper, unlike salt, I guess you do have various forms of salt you could use, but you mentioned the different types of pepper. Is there one of those particular styles of pepper that's used more often, let's say, with the beef? Yeah, yeah, you'll want a coarse ground black coarse pepper. Ground. Okay, uh, coarse ground. You, yeah, exactly. You want that. Of course. To, of course, of course. It'll kind of turn into a nice, it'll give your 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 crust a nice texture. You definitely okay. want the coarse ground. Okay. And, and so the, the stuff you've got over there on the side of your table, just ignore it. Well, that's pretty much what you're going to use, but you're going to you're going to need a heck of a lot more than that if you're going to do a uh, big old beef brisket. On the other side of that that uh, coin, and I do pork a lot. Obviously, I love I like I'm a big pig fan. I will use a finely ground black pepper or even a white pepper because I don't want those big coarse chunks of pepper on pork. I want it to kind of blend in nicely with the sweet and the other spices I have. Well, those sound delicious, all of the options that you mentioned. So your basic salt and pepper, we've broken down how you can use it here, both for pork and beef. But also, what about pepper and chicken? What's your rule on that? Pepper and chicken, the, yeah, the, that's wing flapping good stuff, man. They like each <laughs> other. Um, it's a nice mixture. You know, chicken likes um, herbs, you know. It, chicken chicken gets along with, you know, thyme, rosemary, stuff like that. When you think of a, a smoked chicken or a rotisserie chicken, you a lot of times have those herbs. But black pepper on chicken, fantastic. Same with turkey. If, you, if it's got feathers, 
is going to like black pepper. All right. So we love our pepper here. We love our salt. That's the the moral of the story, talking to our barbecue barrister. Barbecue barrister, we've gotten through the Super Bowl with you. We've gotten through the national championship and grilling out for all those big events. We've got Valentine's Day here this week. It's Friday, in case you have forgotten, both you, barbecue barrister, or any of our audience out there. What does barbecue slash grilling and Valentine's mean to you, oh barrister? Well, it usually means that I'm going to cook steak. Oh, what it means. so you're, I think, the wifey's okay with you staying home and cooking. You don't have to go to the most expensive <laughs> restaurant in your area, Code. Well, 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 we have a little baby. So what it means for me is cooking steak in the backyard. <laughs> it used to mean... Uh, going out to a nice place and having a nice dinner and, and doing that type of stuff, which is fine. But with a, you know, a four and a half month old, it, it means it does mean I'm going to be picking up a steak at uh, the local meat market and we're probably going to be enjoying it with the baby. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I encourage folks to give that a shot. I, I think people, and of course we're talking about grilling now, which, uh, you know, obviously a different method of barbecue, but I think if, I think if people would give it a shot and cook their own steak, maybe on a charcoal grill, I think they would be real surprised at how close you get to that fifty dollars steak at a restaurant. It's it's you buy good meat and you do know what you're doing just a little bit, and you might think to yourself, "Man, I'm not sure I'll pay that fifty bucks for that steak again." And <laughs> uh, you know, and that's just particular to steak, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm certainly not a person that needs to be giving out relationship advice here on the Y'all Show, but let me tell you from my own very colorful background with the opposite sex, the (laughs) one time that I went all out and went and cooked a big fancy meal, specifically on Valentine's Day, it was a very, very successful venture. So you can go... And go to the fancy restaurants and spend bukus of money. But if you just give them that extra attention, that sort of one-on-one attention, and and you cook up a big fancy meal. In fact, you're going to hate this. I did some kind of fancy Italian spaghetti-type concoction. It wasn't necessarily out on the grill like you would do, Barbecue But it got very fancy with the ingredients and all that. And, And I had other parts of the meal and it worked out quite well. So if if you're sitting there on the fence this week wondering if you should go down to the Texas Roadhouse Friday night, well, maybe you need to bring your own grill into the picture and cook for your sweetie. And if you're a girl or woman out there and you need to maybe do something for your your man or whatever your love interest might be, then don't leave out the fact that maybe you might be one to grill up. Does your wife ever grill anything for you, Matt? No, we uh we keep that's that it. Divorce very, right now. Yeah, we keep uh we keep the food preparation separate but equal. That's what we do. <laughs> so what does she do? What how does she contribute to your relationship? It's <laughs> a good question, John. No, I'm just kidding. Um no, we uh if it's outside, I'm doing it. If it's inside, she's probably uh probably doing it. Ah. So there are a couple little recipes I like to mess around with in the house, but if it's an indoor cooking project, she's probably handling that. And if it's outdoor, I'm all over that. That's my territory. Ah, so keeping the the wife and husband separate, separate but equal, and that's what that's we right. like. And, that's and right. By the way, you said you got a couple of month old child now. Has she had a? Is she at the stage yet to try daddy's cooking yet? 
No, she's about four and a half months. So I think they say six months is when they start being able to eat pureed stuff. Okay. So I think maybe the first thing is going to be a, a little pork butt in the, in the blender. <laughs> and I know it's going to be a big event in her life. Something uh-huh. that goes right along with getting your driver's license and that day that she leaves you to go to college. But that force, first yep. taste of pork butt is going to be oh so special <laughs> for the Hearman's family. Matt, no we can't thank it. you enough for coming back on the Y'all Show and talking about all this great stuff from a cutting competition of meat to the importance of salt and pepper, both for pork and for beef. We always learn so much when we talk to our barbecue barrister, barrister and it's so wonderful to speak to you again, sir. Thank you very much. I will uh, I will count the hours till next time. All right. Matt Ehrman's everybody. Well, that will wrap up our Y'all show today. Make sure you join us on Wednesday. We'll be right back here with more of the show that's all about the South with a little Atlantic Coast Conference sports talk. What a crazy game they had in Chapel Hill versus Duke, UNC and Duke this past weekend. We've got ACC talk. And then we'll also have our country music spotlight courtesy of Precious Harris. All that on the Wednesday show. Until that time... Y'all have a great rest of your day. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. 
And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 